Hey there, I'm Matt. I'm Jesse. And I'm Ivana. And we're a full-time RV family. A couple years ago, we sold everything and moved our family of three into an RV. And that's been one of the best decisions we've ever made. However, it did come with a very steep learning curve. So we're here to share our stories, tips, and tricks for living life on the road. We're going to be talking about the good, the bad, and the black tank. Ew, Daddy! This is Recreational Variables. Why, it's a happy road that I'm Traveling on, I just can't help myself. You got me singing out a happy song since your sun came shining. I know it won't be long until your happy road is taking me home. Afternoon. Afternoon. Again. Yeah. This is nice. Yeah. Doing things different today. Got some new, new podcast gear. I'm kind of geeking out over here. Yeah. I, I am. I am. And um, because this techie stuff. That's your jam. Come on now. <laughs> I like it. So we, we came to my parents' house. Yeah. So we were broadcasting I, from a house. From, from a house. A, a sticks and bricks, as I know, they it's, say. It, it's weird. And, and the, the funny thing is I walked through the front door and I immediately put on 15 pounds. <laughs> it's that pantry. I love the pantry. <laughs> However, with it being the holiday season, I mm-hmm. was expecting a little bit more. Now, another however to my however mm-hmm. is that first thing I went towards was that peppermint bark. I know it was gone today. Yeah, I know. I went to have some and it was gone. So I think we <laughs> ate it all over Thanksgiving. We cleared <laughs> out their pantry. <laughs> That peppermint bark. That was fantastic. Oh. So I'm I'm excited for um for the new year coming up. Yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. Like new year, new stuff coming up. We're at, we're starting to plan kind of our, our next route when we move on. It's lots of stuff going on. And your parents, they bought an R V. My parents bought an R V. So it's excited. We're excited to get them. It hasn't arrived yet, but excited to get them all set up kind of geeking out about that we yeah. will do an interview with them yeah let's go ahead and spin that wheel spin that wheel. who's spinning uh i'll do it okay oh Ooh, and look at that it is rv etiquette rv etiquette yeah what does this huh well you know it might be some stuff that sounds like common sense but then at the same time when you, especially when you're new to RVing, everything can be pretty overwhelming. So I think it's good to kind of go over some of the etiquette, some of the unspoken and spoken rules, um, or just not even rules, but just courtesies, things that, uh, things that'll make you a good RV neighbor and, and that you hope your neighbors would do as well. The goal of the etiquette is to have your neighbors bake you cookies and, 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 and bring you welcome gifts. Unless they're scared of their oven. Like I was for a year. That's true. So hope, you know, Hey, maybe, maybe you teach your neighbor to use their oven. Ooh. Yeah. Like a good neighbor. Yeah. There you go. (laughs) So we, we, we have a few of these, um, tips and, and things that, again, like Jess said, that are common sense, but sometimes are learned when, when you're, when you're going through all this. Yeah. So, you know, we'll take it away with like, I think the biggie, the, it's like that most people's first thing. when you, when you ask the RV community about etiquette, the big one is, um, 
staying out of other people's camping spots. So where, you know, whether that's not cutting through them, you know, it may be easier to cut through someone's spot to get from point A to point B, but you know, you, you've got to treat it like someone's yard or their property. I mean, that's a spot that they've paid for. They're entitled to that space. They have their personal items out there. And, um, you know, it's just, it's kind of, it's kind of unnerving to see somebody basically, you know, just crossing through in your space. So, you know, obviously there's some exceptions, like if you need to go knock on the door, get a hold of them, um, or like, you know, if there's a storm going on and some of their, their stuff is blowing away or whatever, you know, it's, there's been times where we've had neighbors, you know, come over and grab our stuff, or we've gone over and grab neighbor's stuff for them, or, you know, fold their chairs down or, you know, just nice things like that. It's not where it's not an invasion of somebody's privacy. It's, you know, a kind act that you would do even for a, a household neighbor, you know, in Absolutely. a re- suburban neighborhood. Yep. And you know, the, the funny thing is that the other day I looked out the window and this gentleman was walking through our next door neighbor's mm-hmm. property, the, the, the space that he lives behind. He was walking through their property. Mm-hmm. And to, I, I'm not going to say to his defense, but yes, our neighbor was gone for the holidays. However, he still had some stuff out front. Even though your neighbor's gone, just, yeah. just don't do it because it's... Uh, it's just not, you know... It's not polite. I mean, if your neighbor in your, in a regular neighborhood, a sticks and bricks neighborhood, if your neighbor's out of town, you don't go hang out in their front yard. Perhaps that our we don't know. Maybe our neighbor did have permission to cut through. Maybe they'd spoken before he left. I don't know. But when we both of us saw it out our window and we were both going, oh, party foul. Yeah. I almost shot him with a salt gun. Assault gun. <laughs> that that would have been rude. Excuse me, sir. You look like a fly. I'm going to shoot yeah. you with a salt gun. By the way, that's a great product. Yeah. Salt gun. It's salt called gun. Bugaboo. Buga. Bug salt. But bug assault, something, whatever. It's it's this little little gun you fill with salt and you kill flies with it. It's yeah. so much fun and crickets and other spiders. Things. Sorry, Peta. So now, Jesse. Sorry, Peta. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so Jesse did mention like if if you need to go knock on the door or, yeah. or something like that. Um, a, a, another common courtesy: if you are knocking on the door, you know, be be aware that they might have kids or younger kids or babies that may need to take a nap or something mm-hmm. like that so they may have doorbell a lot of rvs do have doorbells or yeah. the ring cameras the the security cameras that, that are out front that will send you an alert if somebody's nearby yeah. so just you know be be aware that it might be nap time are you supposed to be a mind reader know this no not no. necessarily but if you know the family you know that that's also some yeah uh, some common courtesy and if there if there's a doorbell you know i mean and the reason the reason we bring this up is i i have seen in some groups where people they've installed the doorbell specifically because maybe their spouse is a shift worker or something and sleeping or they have babies sleeping um or dogs that they don't want to bark so they've they've got a doorbell that will ring on their phone and so if you go up and you you knock instead it might create some unnecessary chaos so it's just you know i mean it's not the worst it's not the end of the world if you knock but if you if you look for a doorbell first and and try to use that that's it's just courteous we had friends that had a dog that stayed inside majority of the time and would would bark and bark and bark whenever we knocked on the door so they told us 
don't knock on the door, just come on in. But then that's a little bit awkward. Yeah, it could too, get awkward. You know? Yeah, we we tried not to do that as much as we could, but that, that was tough because yeah. you don't want to walk in on someone's privacy either. But, you know, we were we were really close with these neighbors and, you know, they said, hey, if if we don't want someone coming in, we'll we'll lock the door. Keep your sight tidy. That yeah. is another piece of etiquette for RVing. It's for the overall just like comfort of people. Um, you know, people RVing, paying for RV spots, it's not and it's not super cheap. You know, people have paid for these RV parks. They you want to have a nice feeling. So keeping your spot tidy and at least keeping keeping the things in your spot in your spot, not encroaching on public areas or other people's spots. So what's some of the most interesting things that you've seen, um, Jesse, in an RV park spot? Well, we did at one RV park we were at, somebody had a full size trampoline in their spot, like full size, which honestly, that didn't bother me. Um, because it's, you know, it's their spot. If it fits in their spot and they're paying for it, I don't care. But the RV park didn't like that and they, they took it down. So you always have to check on the RV park rules too, because, um, you know, a lot of RV parks we've been at, I think it was possibly the same people with the full size, our uh, full size trampoline. They also had like a regular couch outside. Oh, it was a full on like lazy boy. Setup. Yeah. Like yeah, the like, love seat, the couch for four clearly, and then recliner. Clearly meant for indoors. And so it was like the man cave was outside. Yeah, yeah. So like a lot of RV parks will have rules that furniture needs to be actual outdoor furniture and not not indoor furniture coming outside. So I think they also had a, a basketball hoop. Did they out there? Yeah. 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 But, you know, like again, like that, ping pong that, table. It doesn't bother me like. If it, you know, if it's not encroaching on your space or anything like that, but there are just depending on your RV park, you should know there are even unwritten rules where they can come and tell you what you can and can't have out in your spot. So even like we have a mini trampoline for Ivana. Small little exercise trampoline. There's been some parks that don't mind us having it out and other parks, we just store it underneath our RV or in our toy hauler so that. They don't have to look at it and we just we bring it out when she uses it and then put it away the next subject of being a good neighbor you want to watch the noise level coming from your spot and this is you know especially with music if you've got outdoor speakers or things like that like you know there's obviously maybe a reasonable amount during a reasonable part of the day i think every park we've stayed in has had quiet hours and Mm -hmm. they vary Mm -hmm. Um, and they try to do that so that everybody can get a good night's sleep and just honor, you know, honors the people around you by making sure they're not, you're not keeping them up at all hours of the night with your music or your noise. Yeah. I mean, the, the quiet hours go for music. They go for dogs. Um, they go yeah. for kids playing outside yeah, pe- or, I mean, you can be outside in your spot for however long you want to, but, yeah. But bring the party in if it gets too loud. Yeah. You know, so, I mean, a simple conversation like what we're having now together, all of us, a simple, nice, delightful conversation is okay around a little campfire. Yeah. But, you know, things can get rowdy. Yeah. And depending on the park, your spots might be really close, which means you, even though you're having a reasonable volume conversation, you might be right out someone's bedroom window and they're trying to sleep. And, you know, so it's. It's just good to to be aware of that. Yeah. So uh, along with the noise stuff, um, dogs, we love your puppies. Yeah. We Do we? we well, we, I mean, you know, uh, he, uh, 
I like other people's dogs more than having my own dog. Yeah, that's you just know, our personal that's preference. That's our personal preference. But um, dog barking can be a real problem in RV parks and not just your own neighbors having an issue with it, but there are a lot of parks have put in place rules about dog barking, excessive dog barking. So obviously dogs bark, it's what they do. Dogs bark. They're going to bark. You know, I mean, I I would say on a daily basis, we go on walks. We like to go on walks, do laps around our RV parks. Daily basis. There's at least one dog that scares the poop out of us as we're, you know, you're walking by all peaceful and all of a sudden someone's dog starts barking at you like crazy that you didn't see, but you know, it happens, but usually, usually the owners are there nearby and they're telling the dog to quiet down and it's not a big deal. But you know, if you're like leaving a dog and it barks all day while you're gone or something like that, that Mm -hmm. can get you kicked out of some parks. Um, and if the dog's barking during quiet time, that's yep. kind of a, that's a no-go too, so. Don't be a negative, Nancy, when it comes to other people's dogs. If the dog is disrupting you, be a human being, talk with the owners, okay, or or talk with the RV park. We we had some friends that had a dog that, yes, barked excessively, mm-hmm. okay? They they did. Not going to deny that. Yeah. But there was another a neighbor, uh, a, a neighbor in the park that actually came up to their dog and punched their dog. Yeah. Don't do that. We know everybody loves their dogs, but I think a lot of people assume everyone's cool with dogs, but you don't know. I mean, some people are scared of dogs. Um, some people have sensitive hearing or you just, you don't know. So courtesy always. And speaking of dogs, pick up after them. (laughs) There's been, we've come across a lot of dog poop. Um, and it's never, it's not fun to step on in dog poop. (laughs) No, I mean, pick it up off the road, pick it up off people's spots. Yeah. A lot of RV parks are going to have the bags that you can go and, and, and pick it up. And honestly, if you're not responsible enough to pick up your dog's poop, you're not responsible enough to have a dog in, in, in my book. That might sound harsh. It's etiquette. Yeah. Be nice. Be kind. Yeah. Right. Be kind. Pick up the poop. Pick up your crap. (laughs) (laughs) And then the next thing is kids. Obviously, there's going to be a wide range of ages and maturity levels with kids. And depending on the park you're in, there might be other kids around too. And so um, be mindful of when they leave your spot. Um, Depending on the park, again, some parks have rules that your kids under a certain age can't leave your spot without you. Um, So you want to be aware of that. There's it. We we even had a rule at one park temporarily that was our daughter can I even be outside on her own spot without an adult outside, outside, physically outside with them. We, we normally keep our door open. We have her screen open. So we We can see see her her all the time. So we see her, we can hear her. She knows not to leave the spot when we've told her not to leave the spot. But the, the issue there was that park was reacting to a very extreme situation, which had happened where there was a four-year-old girl who was allowed to, um, wander, wander the park, unattended and um it ended with her wandering into the pool area and falling in and fortunately there were lots of people around and some other kids pulled her out of the pool because she didn't know how to swim and she was fine Uh, she was fine but uh that was very scary and so everybody for everybody Mm -hmm. and so the the rv park kind of responded in kind by coming down hard on all parents and kids beautiful thing about that park I would say is they put all the families in a similar area um, 
And what that allowed was us parents were able to communicate with each other. And there was kind of an agreement, like on these two streets we had, like the kids could ride their bikes and play together. We could always look and see where the kids were. We have a rule personally for our daughter that she's not to go inside anybody's camper. Um, And that's just, it's a rule across the board. That way we can always see her. A lot of parents have that rule. A lot of parents. It's, that, a, it's, that a, it's not a bad rule to have. Great. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and um, and other kids don't come into our camper uh, without express permission from their parents. So, you know, just, just to keep everybody safe. Um, so, but in that little neighborhood, little mini neighborhood we had, just all the parents had an agreement where we watched out for everybody's kids and the kids could play at different spots with different toys and, and, um, you know, that was that was really fun, especially for Ivana. She she loved having that that community of kids. And when the kids play outside together, they get dirty. They get dirty. And so when you have dirty clothes, you have to go wash them. So yeah. the laundry areas, you know, th- this is something that um, I'm, you know, a lot of people probably think, oh, gosh, RV park laundry mats. Or you may even have the question, how do I do laundry? Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, most RV parks do have a laundromat. If not, yeah. there's probably one close by in a, in a nearby town or something like that. Um, mm-hmm. The the park right now even has a clothesline that you can air dry them. Yeah. Most RV parks will not allow clotheslines. Yeah. So that's another etiquette thing. Um, just don't hang your chonies outside to dry. Nobody <laughs> wants to see them unless there's a dedicated area. Yeah. But laundry area, hopefully they have a timer on the machines. Okay. A lot of them are coin operated. Yeah, but just be be respectful, especially if it's a laundry area or facility that doesn't have a whole lot of machines. Be timely. Um, start your wash. Get there shortly before it ends. You know, maybe time out forty minutes or so. Yeah, like um, we yeah. end up because I'm not one. I don't like to sit in the laundry room and wait for my laundry to be done because there's typically, especially the smaller rooms, there's not a lot of places to be. So mm-hmm. I'll just I'll set a timer on my phone. That way I know when to go right back. But that way, you know, there's, if you're prompt, then other people who need to use the machine can use them. Just common courtesy there. And also be careful about like pet rugs or things that are particularly gross. So there was a laundry room. It wasn't an RV park laundry room. It was a small town laundry facility. It was nasty. (laughs) There would be machines that you would t- just look at it and you could see all the pet fur and mud and dirt that was left over and you your clothes are not going to get washed from that so i'm uh, moving on. i think that's all we need to talk about laundry so moving yeah. on to the next point um be aware of you know you, you can put lights and security cameras and things out on your spot a lot of people do but just be aware you of where you have the stuff pointed like don't point a light directly into somebody's camping space, especially not one of their windows. And security cameras, yes, a lot of people use them, um, but you just want to be cognizant that you're not invading your neighbor's privacy. Sometimes it's hard to do that, like especially if your camera is already mounted. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and maybe it doesn't it doesn't hurt to maybe have a conversation with your neighbor about it. Um, or don't be surprised if your neighbor has a conversation with you, uh, they might feel a little uncomfortable. So you just have to be willing to, um, to understand people's point of view there. Uh, not everybody's okay with having a camera pointed at their spot. And so that can cause some tension, I think sometimes because there's, well, 
you have the right to a security camera for your spot, but do you have the right to have your security camera pointed into somebody else's spot? That's right. And we, uh, our, our current neighbor in the place that we're at now, um, we, we were gone out of town, probably here gaining 15 pounds in my parents' pantry. And at the RV park that day, uh, apparently it was windy and, and stuff like that. And so, um, my, our, our neighbor told us this when, when we got back, but, but she said, yeah, it was windy and I was worried about your chairs blowing away. So I was going to go fold down your chairs for you. That's a prime example of sure. Yeah, thank you for watching okay. over our stuff. Um, we don't want anything broken. We don't want, you know, want yeah. any other damage to anything else. But she told us this. she goes, so I started walking over there, but then I stopped because I noticed you guys had these two mugs outside in, in your, by your fire pit area. And I thought they were cameras. Yeah. And so she was worried that like we had security cameras that were mugs. Well, they might be, and they might not be. I'm not going to tell you what we have for security, <laughs> but, um, we got a good chuckle out of it. Let's, let's just put it yeah. that way. And then another park we were at, we turned on our security lights. RVs have, um, at least four bright security lights. Um, yeah, they, they light up, up all sides of your RVs. Not all of them have that, but right. ours does. Our, ours does. And I've, I've seen a lot of them with it, but it's, it's a, you know, security thing. So you can light up your, your surrounding area. Well, I had turned those on accidentally one night or actually during the day and they were on, I couldn't tell that they were on Yeah. until the next day when the neighbor came over and said, um, can you turn off your lights? Because it was shining right in my window yeah. the whole night. Yeah. I, we I felt, felt so bad, bad yeah. so bad. Cause you know, fortunately she talked to you not me. Yeah. So uh, yeah, I Jesse felt, took the phone. I just felt terrible. Yeah. Because yeah. we, it was also, we were in an area where there's not a lot of light pollution. So, <laughs> I mean, talk talk about really lighting it up around there. So, you know, and that's the thing. You're going to make honest mistakes and just just take it take it all in stride. And your neighbors too. It's it's always better yeah. rather than than be angry and confront somebody angrily. It's always better to to just you know. Just be matter of fact to the point and have some grace with people. And that's it. the great thing about the RV co community is by and far, it's been some of the most friendly people that we've come across. Absolutely. So, yeah. Yeah. you know, it's, it's a very, it's a very good community and people are usually very easy to talk to. And, and there's a general understanding of, of things going on. So. Everybody's been there, you know, so yeah. in, in the RV community, you have a common bond of, We've been there. We've yeah. set up our RV. We're living in our RV. Like we, we know yeah. the things that, that can happen. You do get a few nutcases that, yeah. you know, whose poop don't stink. But speaking of everywhere. which. Yeah. Speaking of which. That was a good transition. Yeah. Thank you. Um, you know, it was another thing to be courteous about is when you choose to empty your black tank. Now I get it. When the tank is full. The tank is full. The tank is full and you, you, you're going to empty it. And there's going to be those situations where you might need to empty it regardless but if your neighbors are outside enjoying themselves, <laughs> having dinner, that's not the best time to go pull your black tank because number one, you know, a lot of them have those clear elbows. You can see the stuff, um, you know, and the other thing is there is a smell when you empty that tank. So there most certainly if someone's is. out there outside enjoying themselves, you know, maybe just, just wait, wait till till they go in or whatever we've been in parks where we would walk outside and nobody would be out there but we knew somebody was, somewhere was, was emptying their black was tank. emptying their tank because you could the, smell it the wind if it goes just right it yeah it is um it's delightful yeah i mean I, I can't say there's a perfect time 
to empty your black tank. It is what it is. I mean, maybe early in the morning when people are sleeping still. Yeah. yeah. I guess you'd be sleeping too if people were sleeping. The obvious thing is, like we said, if your neighbors are right there enjoying themselves in the spot right next to you, maybe not the best time. Maybe not. So this this is a biggie. Um, When people are backing in and getting set up in general when they've just arrived to the park, You want to make sure you give them some space. Um, And yes, everybody loves to watch people back in, um, but it can make it can make some people really nervous, us included. (laughs) And um, so even if you want to watch, that's cool. But don't make it super obvious (laughs) that you're watching. Um, Binoculars. Yeah, on your you know, front porch is not fun. Yeah, or standing out there filming it, you know. I'm sure I'm sure we've had some hilarious backing ins that would have been great on film, but however, if there is an actual way that you know you can help when someone's clearly struggling, you can politely offer, but don't be offended if they decline. But the reason I say this is we have had a couple of times where somebody's offer to help has actually helped us you know including the current spot we're in we were just so tired by the time we got there our nerves were shot and we were having the hardest time backing in to the spot we were in for some reason and the neighbor behind us um he just really politely after letting us go for a bit he very politely came up and and said hey I've done this a million times I can I can help give you some directions on how to get in and we said Yes, please. <laughs> so he, he did. He helped us. Um, On the flip side of not staring at people while they're backing in, while they're they're tearing down and getting ready to leave, same thing. You don't want to step in. You don't want to inter- yeah, interrupt the process because yeah. there's a lot. There's a checklist for tearing yeah. down as well. And there's a lot of important safety things yeah. that need to be taken care of. And you have to be aware of that. You have to be cautious. Yep. And, and if they skip a step, a door could come flying open. Yeah. Um, you know, yeah, just, you, yeah, yeah, you just don't you don't want to mess with someone's flow. Um, if you do have to say something, just keep it brief and try not to like not to throw them off their game, really. And that's for setting up and tearing down. Um, and yeah. then one one last one is um, this happens to us quite often because our truck is is a diesel and most diesel trucks take time to warm up. Mm-hmm. And while they're warming up, they could spew a lot of exhaust given the year and the model and the modifications that that are done to the truck that exhaust could go into your neighbor's you know window or you know especially if it's summertime windows are cracked or something like that it it could get in and the not everybody likes the exhaust smell not everybody likes your dog not everybody likes your kid not everybody likes your exhaust right (laughs) um so that you know the the maybe consider if it's possible to start your truck and maybe just idle it down to another spot that's away from a neighbor and let the truck warm up there. In fact, one one place we were at, we were was, yeah we were mooch ducking on family's on property. Family's property, but but I would start up the truck in the morning and the exhaust would go into um, Jesse's aunt's house. Yeah, and like she came out, I swear, I swear she had a baseball bat. <laughs> she begs to differ, but she had a baseball bat and she's like, "Can you turn your truck off?" Because every morning that exhaust is coming in. I had no clue the exhaust was was going in her house. Yeah. So not everybody likes the secondhand exhaust. Yeah. We just, we, Move didn't, your truck. we didn't realize it. And so then the nice thing was she said something and she did not have a baseball bat. She was polite about it. I swear it was a baseball bat. <laughs> 
joking. I'm, I, I, I am only joking. I yeah. Um, we, we love our family. Yeah. The, the solution to that was actually that we turned the truck the other direction to warm it up because then the exhaust was not pointed directly at her house. Yeah. And in the cases where the wind was blowing, I would actually pull it out in the yeah. street and, and do it that way. And yeah. so, you know, there, there's always a workaround for something. You can be a good neighbor and remember, mm -hmm. set the example for your neighbors too. You know, yeah. if you're a good neighbor, you're going to have good neighbors yeah. as well. Yeah. And you know, and have, have grace for people. Um, Huge. Mm -hmm. And RV parks can be some of the friendliest places and, and, uh, you can get to know people really get a, a good sense of community. And the, the managers of the RV parks, they're people too. They're doing yeah. the best they can because, you know, it, imagine trying to plan a family dinner. You're not going to make everybody happy. And that's right. with like six people in your family. RV park managers have to maintain hundreds of people. Right. They, they can't make everybody happy. Right. So sometimes they are going to have these crazy rules after a four-year-old falls in the pool. Right. That, that is going to be like, dude, you guys are absolutely crazy. But just know they are people. Yeah. And, and, and they're doing their job and, and they're not they do out a great to, job. Yeah. They're not, they're probably not out to get you. you probably know, not. Probably not. <laughs> but so. you know what, guys, we, we are having a great time. Happy New Year to everybody. We we um, are excited to see what uh, 2023 has to bring. We hope it brings everybody listening just lots of, of blessings and prosperity. And let's... Uh, Fun let's, travels ahead. Yeah. Lots of stories, lots of memories. Let's make it a good year. And if you are enjoying this podcast, be sure to subscribe and uh, leave us some reviews. Let us know. Let us know what you like, what you think, other things that you want to hear about. We we want to know what topics you want to hear us talk about. And one thing I want to know from everybody is what is the craziest thing you've seen at an RV spot? Oh, yeah. All right. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Oh, yes, your happy road is taking the sunshine is late.